ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, socially acceptable M&Ms, you are better get yourself together because we have a very special guest today. So special, in fact, that he may or may not just be your president. I mean, I guess it really depends on who you ask. But this man, yet again, is in the middle of a cancel culture, allegation, mainstream news, internet, lawsuit, hot ass mess. And he is here with us today. And like you all, he's come to the right place. So Dave Portnoy, the founder of Barstool Sports, welcome to Cancel Me Baby. Thanks for having me. Quite an intro. Do you need that off like a prompter? Is that off a prompter? How do you do I ad-lib this shit. You know what, Dave? I actually ad-lib this so hard. My viewers didn't even know you're coming on today. So we are dropping this on them like it's hot. They don't even know. And now they do. So. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. So you all are welcome. Already made Dave Portnoy smile and laugh. Win for the day. So, okay. In case you guys are living truly under the biggest boulder on earth, you are residing next to Whoopi Goldberg's agents and her career. Okay. In the trenches, let me get you up to speed. So a couple months ago, business insider did basically a hit piece on Dave Portnoy trying to get him for essentially rape, right? Dave, sexual misconduct. Now you came out, showed your side, your DMS, because basically it's become a, he said, she said, but from your documentation, it seems like everything had been consensual. So now we're hit with round two because insider drops another piece yet again this week. Like these people just won't quit, get a hobby, okay? And as some of you may know, I have an interesting view into this because I was a red carpet reporter in Hollywood as me too, like I'm talking the virtue signaling black dresses as it was all emerging, interviewing celebrities, you know, R. Kelly victims, I've done op-eds on it. And I did an op-ed on your situation, Dave, funny enough, because I don't think it's helping women what they're doing. We're going to talk about this today. And you know what? No one picked it up. (laughs) Funny enough, love the mainstream media. So Without further ado, you know, Tom Brady, okay, he like pulled a fast one five ways from Sunday this week. You heard about this other business insider piece. Today is Friday. How are you feeling? Let's just start with the basics. Like, how are you doing? Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm better than I was last time. Last time sucked. It was one of the worst things that I went through. I, I mean, I know I didn't do anything, but you still don't want to see those allegations in the news. And like my parents read it. My girlfriend reads it. You know, people that should never see the things that were said in private and sex thing. This time I knew it was coming. Like uh, the second, the first business insider thing broke. I was told by anybody familiar with them, like get ready because the second one comes and possibly a third, like they'll hold back the source. They basically will repackage the first, do it again to try to double up on the subscriptions. So it's far more prepared, aware, even though I knew the first one was coming for like a year, when you see it the first time, it's still just jarring. This time, uh, I was more like, okay, here we go again. So let me ask you this, because it hasn't, like we were talking a little bit before you hopped on and you said it hasn't gotten as much hype as the first one, but I did see, funny enough, New York Magazine pick it up, who I also used to work for them. So I know how the wokeness goes behind the scenes. Am I surprised by any of this? No. And this is what they say, Dave, literally we're three, four sentences in, okay, describing the situation. And here's what they say, like they already have this narrative painted about you. And they say that you're essentially synonymous with Barstool's brand of frat boy misogyny. 
Like I can't even, if I had a nickel for how many times you'd get that, I would be fucking Jeff Bezos. So like not fucking Jeff Bezos, but actually, you know what I mean? So why is that? Like, where does that come from? I mean, we've had that reputation for a long time, or I have, and people never change. And by the way, I sent you the screenshot, like New York Magazine is in cahoots, clearly with Business Insider and whatever that thing the cut is. It's like the same magazine. So Business Insider started promoting, I mean, New York York Magazine started promoting the hit piece they did on me the day before it dropped. There's no chance that's a coincidence, like buying promoted ads. So they knew. I don't know. It's always been, for whatever reason... (laughs) I've created enemies within like the same group of writers from, and this is going back decades, like Deadspin, Daily Beast, and they just rotate. Now some of them are at Business Insider. They all like each other. They all retweet. But we we did start kind of as like a guy, you know, it was a magazine for guys to talk about things they talk about at a bar watching sports. So we'd have a Maxim style cover. And, and I never heard much about it, to be honest. Like, I was doing my thing in Boston, building the business. Yeah. And we were out for, I don't know, seven years. I never heard peep. And then we did this thing called the um, Barcelona Blackout Tour, which is basically a concert series. And it was an EDM show. Girls wear, like, booty shorts and things like that, light lasers. It was, like, at this time, if you said uh, what an EDM DJ is, nobody would know. You could go see our concert. And it would be the only EDM show for a month. We were like very early. And it got protested in Boston by a group of girls who started something called KO Barstool. And they said the Barstool Blackout Tour was essentially us trying to get girls to black out so guys could take advantage of it. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, the Blackout Tour was, it was literally our logo was like you stick a plug in a wall. And we wanted people, it was black lights. We bought 10 black lights and we wanted everyone to wear white. They changed the whole thing. But what these girls did is they, they give them credit. They contacted every media outlet like in the world being like, look what these guys are doing. From that moment on, we always had this reputation as like sexist, whatever. It doesn't matter what we do. doesn't matter. It, it, nothing matters. And actually, it was crazy because they actually protested one of our shows. There's all these old pictures. They're holding signs, KO Barstool. And we had, and they identified themselves as feminists. And they were screaming, screaming in line at the girls in line for our shows. They're like, how do you do this? You don't disrespect ourselves. And the girls in our line were like, wait a minute, who's the feminist? You're telling us yeah. what we can go to and what. It was wild. So, and we still, by the way, have that to this day, even talking to somebody like you. We have women who identified themselves strongly as feminists or like i love barstool and then we have other people who identify them as feminists or like barstool's the devil and they right. clash right 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 and you know what dave well also quick like one qualm one one qualm with the situation because so i went to penn state and really when barstool was coming up for me is when you guys did smoke show and sir I was never smoke show of the day. So excuse me, me and my Harry Potter mug, we are offended. So were you there when I got in a fight with Penn State? I don't know. So I got in a major fight with the Penn State head of communications. It was like a woman who was the dean of the school. Because of what it, we're talking about? Because of Arsenal. She said shit really? about us that was so untrue. And I'm like, okay, well, can we talk about what you just said? Because there's not an ounce of truth to it. 
And she yeah. refused to. She never would engage. She never did anything. And that's kind of the number one thing that drives me nuts. Even this story, like I've asked civilly to every single person, let's talk about these accusations. I want, give me an answer when they, when you print something and I have a fact that directly contradicts what is being said. Can you explain how you do this? They refuse right. to engage. And then I get madder and madder and madder as they refuse to engage. You know, what's so interesting is I feel like it's coming out more and more now. It's like feminists quote are confused, right? Like we're even, and I have very strong feelings because I was in Playboy in a feature I'm going to bring up after because it plays into all this with women and autonomy and power. And now we're seeing it happen. Like we see it happen with you guys. Now we're seeing it happen with Playboy too, with like them getting the raft. And it's like, well, which is it? Like, is it empowerment? Now all of a sudden it's exploitation. It's like, they're, it's like they're confused. And we used to, another going back, we used to have a feature and we still do it on the website and started in Boston where I started. It's called Smoke Show of the Day, local Smoke Show of the Day, where we right. feature a local girl and people get on us for being sexist. We ask the girls, we're like, are you yeah. okay with it? And they like doing it. So how is that sexist if a girl is like, yes, and we're pulling pictures that she posted on her Facebook or Instagram, but that's, that's how we got in. The world is nuts. Because even like Sports Illustrated would write articles being like, Barstool is sexist. It's like, uh, you guys have the swimsuit issue. Like, what are we talking about? And now it's even like, I mean, your girlfriend is an Instagram model. So now it's become even more convoluted because it's like, again, it's like they're confused. Like they have this prudish thing where like, if you show your body, like to your point, you're not really a feminist. But then on the other side of the coin, they're like, no, no, do it all day. And I'm like, it is so convoluted. Like, can you guys get your shit together? Because- it is all over the place. Like they really right. just don't know. I you agree know? with that a thousand percent. And I mean, I've never paused. It's like, I don't think it's sexist to be like a girl's hot. I think that's like kind of nature. Human like, nature. I, now that doesn't mean she, she's not brilliant and can't do whatever she wants. Thank you. But it's like, you can be physically attractive. I've always said like models, both male and female are kind of like athletes. They're like freaks of nature. And if you do something with it and work at it, you can make a living. If you just let it rot, you get nothing. But you're born with a talent. And to pretend that people don't look different is like crazy. Do you think that your girlfriend feels empowered doing it? Because I, I even these are themes I talk about on my show a lot. And I feel like IG models get flack, right? Because people are like, how hard is it, you know, going on here? Just, just did you think she feels like? Yeah, well, I've always felt differently. Like if an IG model can go make a ton of money, like that's a job, no different. And I've mm -hmm. seen the contract she gets and the gig she gets. And I see the time she puts in for the, like her paid things. So I do think she takes it proud. She should like, not everyone can do that. I'm glad that you brought up the idea. This is what I want to talk about. Okay. The idea of women like sexy and smart brains and beauty. This is the playboy feature that I did. And funny enough, it was on the heels. It was the same year, Dave, as me too, like literally the same year as the black dresses and all this. So I pitched it and I ran it. Me and five other female journalists, we posed nude. Here we are right after me too, posing nude and writing essays on free expression because we're like, this is power. This is autonomy. One of the women in it was a rape survivor. And she even says, I don't want to be pigeonholed and just be a survivor. I'm all of these things. And we have power and autonomy in all of these ways in the face of me too, me too included. So it plays into what Business Insider is doing because real victims aside, 
I fucking can't stand the narrative that women are inherently victims. It is so backwards. It's like Betty Crocker, 50 separate wives. Like we are not in control. It's such a joke, right? So what happens now if we keep going down this path in the media of men are inherently bad and women are inherently victims who don't have autonomy, can't consent, et cetera? What happens? Yeah, I, I mean, and the stuff with me, I'm I, like, I have not mentioned any of the girls' names who have brought up. I wish I could because I'm like a vindictive person and I know the truth and I know what actually happened. And it's like, beyond me like in this latest version like the girl i stay in touch with these girls both of them for years not not a couple of years like three years after the fact all good never heard a word one comes up five years after she says like it's not even making sense she's like all the dms which i had late she's like oh i had a setting on my phone that auto deleted all of these DMs, but I have the early ones. It do, it's not even possible. It makes no sense. But we're in a world where everything's so sensitive. Like I'm afraid right. because I'll get pigeonholed as like I'm being mean, this, that, the other things. These girls are is bad for everybody. Like it's bad yes. for real. Like what you're saying. Like people who are really victims are in in bad situations. Yeah, it's casting yeah. doubt. Like I have to disprove these people and the people. The same crowd is like Dave. Your crowd sucks. And you guys are all these frat boy losers. Well, like the fact that I have to defend myself against total lies emboldens the people you don't like, which by the way, that's not our crowd. But it, it for those people, it's like an aha the other way. It's like, see, they, we are being like attacked and shit like that. It's, it's bad for everybody. And where does it all go? This is what I asked too, because when I posted, so I wrote an op-ed, like you're saying, saying, I was on, I saw all of this play out. This isn't helping women, number one, because someone responded perfectly. They said, it's becoming a circus. It's becoming a circus because number one, someone is accused and their life is destroyed, their reputation, their business, no due process, right? Meanwhile, you have real victims. Like I said, I will never forget talking to R. Kelly victims saying we need help. We need the A-list celebrities essentially to stop virtue signaling with their black dresses. What the fuck is that going to do and help us? And we're getting so fatigued that when they actually need help, people are going to be like, yeah, okay, lady, sure, sure. I, I heard it. So what is business? Like, it's almost like shame on them for exploiting this quote movement. Like, what are they doing? What are they They're doing? trying to get they're trying to get subscriptions. And the more I've gone into it, like they got bought by a company in Germany that this is what they do. They literally try to do, it's like an inquirer, like sensational stories with well-known people with dubious facts. But what's crazy to me and, and what resonated in the stuff you did that like you tried to do the opt-ed, nobody will cover this. No one picks like it if, up. No one picks if, it up. If anybody looked at what I wrote in the facts that I provide and has even remotely like an unbiased opinion, they'd be right. like, he's telling the truth, they're lying. There's no other way to do it. She says one thing or a girl says one thing, I have a direct fact that contradicts it. Nobody talks about it, nobody. It, it's, mm -hmm. and people retweet it and, and don't even look. It's like, what are you talking about? How can this be remotely possible? Even if you listen to what the girl says, she's like, they filmed me without consent, which I've never done in my life. Um, it's like, I went, hooked up with him. He filmed me without consent. I went home, 
flirted with him, sent nudes, went back, hooked up with him again. He videoed me again without Well, consent. that's why it's a circus. Because it's, it's like, like, what are you talking about? Listen, cons- hear what these people are saying. Well, listen, it's like consent is consent, period. And this is why I feel so strongly about it because it makes women out to be morons. Because it's like, do you have autonomy? I'm sorry, to go to a war, to have a gun, to get an abortion, to change your gender, they, them, thems, whatever. Like, but you can't consent to having sex or you do. And then later, like that one quote, Dave, blew my mind to Mars. The one where she was like, it was consent, but not, no, it was consensual. It was consensual sex, but not sex. I consented to. And I'm literally over here doing like arithmetic. I'm like, this is mental gymnastics. And then she says, she's again, I filmed without consent. She says, I sent her, which I probably did the video of us having sex. And she came over again. It's like, what, what are you talking about? And by the way, three years later, you're, you're sending me unsolicited messages being like, how you doing? I miss your dick. I hope all is well. Right. And then five years later, it's like I had an epiphany. I didn't like what happened. It's like, okay, well, I don't know what to do about that because for three years straight, you were into it, said you had fun, loved it. She's like, I realized right. that. Yeah, she's like, after one of the girls, she's like, after two months, I realized what happened. Yeah, but you were DMing me for three years later. And this is where it's like, I feel tricked. Like I feel as a woman, I don't ever want to discourage women from not speaking up. So I'm almost like, at, I'm like, they can say whatever they want. So I'm like, is this on platforms like Business Insider to put them in such a shitty, like exposed position? But then again, here's a plot twist for all of you guys listening. Dave, you may know this. When I interviewed the R. Kelly survivors and I was calling out the Hollywood hypocrisy. I'm like, I'm like, look, these girls are saying it like, I'm calling on big time celebs, like encouraging it, like bring, get those fuckers in jail because these women will be protected. You know what I mean? I'm like, they're saying it. They're here saying it. Guess what? Here's the plot twist. I pay, I still have the email like you. I keep my receipts. Thank God. I pitched that story to Business Insider and they didn't pick it up. Being um, in the right. corner of R. Kelly's victims. So it's like, what is this? Who are you really? Uh, wouldn't you think they'd be first in line? People always think I'm nuts when I say it. And I'm not nearly the political person that people think I am. The right has embraced me. The left hates me. I think both extremes stink. But how I'm perceived yeah, is 1,000% where these things come from. There's, I've, and oh. I, when people ask me, like, why you, Dave? Why are they doing this? It's because I've been, uh, somehow, I honestly have become viewed as a political person. I'm dying. If I, I can know. figure out what, why this story started, like why they start digging on me, I'd have the smoking gun. There is zero chance anybody came forward yeah. like years after the fact that's like, <laughs> like, hey, I had this experience with Dave. And by the way, like the what they did their game plan where they write the first story, by the way, one of them starts with OnlyFans the next day. It's literally like, I'll send you squirting videos. Blowing up, it was what? Like number two on the, on the app? Yes. And so the first three girls are all lies. But then you say three girls and hey, She's had this girl, Julie Black, on her Twitter for a year, if Uh you have dirt on Dave Portnoy. They basically came up with one, if you want to count, the other one who would withdraw her story. That's like almost the greatest endorsement of me being innocent. Usually you see these things, and when you're for a year, anybody can come forward and say anything and you'll run with it. People have 20, 30. I've had that one, it took me an hour to disprove. And by the way, I'm sure they're not done. They're going to keep digging. I had girls... I have one girl who called, I hadn't talked to her in two years. She's like, business insider is calling my grandmother 
They're calling me at work. Wow. They're harassing me, just trying to get me to say anything bad about you. Like, what is going on? Right. And this is happening over and over and over. These aren't girls that are coming forward out of it. The, they're getting harassed by Business Insider to say something bad about me. It's crazy. Journalism, guys. Everybody, <laughs> journalism in our modern day. I'm just going to like jump off a bridge, like swan dive right off it. But something you brought up that was interesting, and I've talked about this on my show a lot, right, is the double standard and how, of course, like everything they make it political, which is so pathetic. I mean, when I found out that the, you know, again, someone who was cheering it on from the sidelines and loved what it was about to find out that, you know, the people who started me too were literally throwing a parade campaign for Cuomo. What a joke, right? A joke. But here's what's interesting too, like on the social aspect, because I, in all the, it's, it's almost comical, like in all the stories about you, they love to point out how these women are like 18, 19, and then it'll be like 41 year old Dave Portnoy. And of course all the kink stuff. Right. And I'm like, I have binoculars. I have a telescope. Where the fuck is this energy for Leo DiCaprio or for Zach Braff or for, you know, David Foster? Like, I, I don't, I can't find it. Listen, I, I, that's the only thing. If people want to say, like, Dave, you're 40 and shouldn't have sex with 21-year-olds, you can say that, and there's nothing, I mean, I did. They also make it sound like I'm running around chasing these girls. Newsflash, it's, like, wildly common. You're, like, it's not that unusual for 40 and mid-20s or early 20s. Mm -hmm. And these girls are I mean, I've done it, like... They're aggressively pursuing me. Like one of the girls in the right. stories, her friend has a screenshot. She's like, we contacted Dave so many times in Nantucket, we could get arrested for stalking. It's like, they, I, I'm basically, somebody said else is like, Dave's the first guy who is getting in trouble for uh, um, having sex with girls who aggressively pursue him to have sex. That's like basically what I'm in trouble for. Mm-hmm. Dave, let me ask you this, because again, it's not the acceptable narrative. Like, listen, let's call for what it is, right? Like I said earlier, the mainstream narrative is women, victims, helpless, men, bad terrorists, right? And if you stand up against that, again, you're silenced, your op-eds aren't picked up, et cetera. Have you had high profile friends, you're a well-connected guy, reach you and supporting you and saying this is like- yeah. Every, every day, every day, the majority. And not only that, I've had it. And again, I have a girlfriend's relationship. That's probably the hardest part of this. Like nobody right. should have to read like five-year-old DMs. And yeah, I, I, so what? I like fun, weird sex. Sometimes a lot of girls do a lot of guys do is to try to make that sound like it's the most crazy thing. Like a leash, for example, it's like, um, dude, walk into a sex store. It's the first fucking thing in there with like a million different, like, version so it's not this unusual thing but i've had a million girls reach out like girls from my past yeah i don't want to do it being like listen if you need me to go on the record and say what you're like i'm happy to do it when i say not me but i've had enough where i think it would paint a pretty clean picture of me being like they are just so full of crap what they're saying but like i don't that's a hard i already have to put out too much of my personal information and to be honest i've said this before too so bad I'm lucky I would, I, have I would die. I would die. Like, like, if I didn't have these DMs, which I don't know that I have, and to be honest, I think girls don't understand. I shouldn't even give a secret away necessarily, but like, it doesn't delete your messages. If you block me, which right. I'm sure they think they get rid of, I've just gotten lucky. Since I've had a girlfriend, anything I see pop up, I delete because I don't want her to see it. It's not worth it. Mm-hmm. I've just gotten lucky that I had it. If I didn't, 
I'd be in a very different situation, even though I've been telling the truth the whole time. Let me ask you this. Has this whole thing given you a different view of victims, like I said, who really don't have the resources, who really need help and frankly are getting gypped by this whole thing? Like, has it given you, you know? Yeah, I I mean, it's just the first time around, luckily, I have a big platform and right. I think I've established a, a, like a strong level of trust with people who know me for 20 years because good, bad or ugly, I put it out there. Like it's, it's just out there. Yeah. People know everything about me. But what made me nervous is I knew how false this was. I knew how made up it was in business insider for whatever reason, people don't see it for what it is, which is not a credible news organization. And if they can do that to me, you got to wonder you know, right. I'm not like a huge Trump guy, but he'd always say fake news. There's definitely an element of it, of what he was saying, it, but it goes both ways. But yeah, you just everybody. I, I did this the other day. I don't necessarily think CNN is any better than Fox or vice versa. If you're watching one of those, you are getting an agenda that they want. And it's everywhere and it comes from everywhere. So, yeah, not real victims fake stories. You just, everybody's trying to slant you with misinformation. So here's a perfect example of that. And this is what I want to get into too, of men being, you know, villainized and left out of this narrative. Right. So I used to work for a lot of like female quote, like my fingers are breaking. Cause I'm quoting so hard sites. Right. Like we talked about before, like the feminist. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm snoring. So I once interviewed Charlize Theron and she said to me in the interview, we need to stop villainizing men when it comes to all this. We need to bring them in the fold. We need to help them understand. And I was like, yes, bitch. Amen. Like, thank you. Pitched it to the organization I was working with. Do you think, again, they picked that up? No, it's not their narrative. God forbid you get, you know, men in the narrative in any way. And full disclosure, this is like mental gymnastics Sudoku yet again. But the, a person in that organization had a hand in the New York Magazine piece about you. So that's why Listen, I'm like, I- I've seen it. Like, I've seen it. It's all connected. We uh-huh. had a girl... A woman in the USA Today, which you would think is a normal thing. She wrote an article about us and and like we were in a fight with the Women's Hockey League. They were actually going after Erica, our CEO. They wrote something about me, a paragraph that said, Dave Portnoy made fun of Denna Lang. Denna Lang was a hockey player in Boston who got paralyzed. She like hit the boards, couldn't walk. It's like Dave Portnoy made fun of Denna Lang and her paralyzed injury saying she was a woman hockey player. Like she deserved it basically. They wrote this. This is one of those situations. I started a fundraiser for Denna Lang in Boston. We literally have her like thanking us, holding the shirts. We're the first people to ever raise awareness, raised a ton of money, still to this day, talk to her, thankful. Did what they do? When we pointed this out, they just deleted it from the article. Yeah. That was it. And it, this yeah. woman is in cahoots with the people writing the articles. It's over and over. Mm-hmm. It's I can almost never succinctly enough put in a bow how it's the same exact people who have been coming at me forever like there's a kid there's a guy kid who wrote who tweeted in a negative fashion dave portnoy went into work and coughed acting like i was spreading COVID oh, I, around yeah, the I office. Saw that. yeah guess who he's friends with julia black it's insane I it's know. so incestuous i know 
what do you say to people? I'm playing devil's advocate here who are listening to this and they're like, these two are a bunch of women bashers. Cause you know, these days, Dave, everything is association. They jump to conclusions like so hard, harder than the Olympics, which like the audacity to be going on in China. But anyhow, right. you know, what would you say to them that they're like, I'm not buying it. I'm not buying well, it that you really like empathize with people who are traumatized and hurt and have their lives ruined, you know, et cetera. I mean, I, I, the only thing I can say, I, we do, and I actually think I skew, ironically, the people who hate me, I'm more on their side, but just for this particular, the only thing I can say is read, read the facts. Like, if you go into this with an open mind, read the facts, and you're going to see that I didn't do anything remotely similar to what I'm being accused of. And we're pretty, over the years, right down the middle on who we support. I mean, you know, and this isn't women's, this isn't like, victims and survivors or whatnot our actions have spoke louder than words for two decades i people are like they're sexist they're this they're that uh-huh. before anybody knew who we were we had a site called stulala it was a female version of barcel sports run by jenna marbles the only reason oh, sure. that yeah, got yeah. shut down is jenna marbles became a gigantic star but while we were doing smoke show the day she was doing smoke bro of the day. It wasn't one over the other. It was equal. She just became a big star. I'd argue Barcel Sports has launched the two biggest female creators in the digital age with Jenna and uh, Alex with Call Her Daddy. Those right. both, that's not like an accident. And we're about Brianna's becoming huge. Our CEO is a female because she was the best at the job. She hired a female CEO, a, a female CFO. People will be like, we're trying to protect ourselves. No, we're not. This is how it's supposed right. to work. Like we put a woman of power in position and she's killed it. She's been the best hire we ever made. So, and then the people who criticize, you'll go look at their C-level suite. It's all white country club guys. So it's like, you can say, we try to be funny and make people laugh. If I make a joke that Larry David makes on Curb Your Enthusiasm, the same crowd will laugh at his joke and they'll say, I'm the devil. It's insane. No, they love to cherry pick. It's literally their favorite hobby. But with that said, how do you think we bring men, which again, so pathetic that even like asking this and saying this is like a bad thing and against the narrative, but how do we bring men into the fold of this conversation? Because it's always, again, ostracize, villainize, exclude them. And it's like, hello, aren't they the ones who need to be hearing this shit? Like, yeah. Yeah, well, I, I mean, I think there's lots of men who want to be part of it. Oh, there's so much when it, meet, it goes like mainstream, that's just like virtue, virtual signaling, whatever that yes. thing is, where they're just doing it to do it, <laughs> but they don't really mean it. But like, yes. you know, most guys are, are good guys. They're not trying to like, but let's be, let, let's be, it's kind of your point earlier. Let, women aren't just all these like dandelions who need to be like coddled Kid loves. and Kid think loves. for their own. Like girls like sex as much as guys like sex. Obviously, there's a line. If a girl says no, it means no. I've said that a gazillion times. It's like, I'm not right. an idiot. These girls were into it. So let's have an open discussion. Stop pretending like, you know, yes, girls, sorry, virgin ears. Girls like to be choked during sex. Not all, lots of them do. That like, that doesn't, They'll write that in my articles, like Dave choked me. It's like, yeah, like we're having sex. What's your point? 
Well, it goes into the thing earlier of like these woke outlets are so confused about how to prop up and support women because you would think they would just support everything you just said. But no, at the same time, it's like, right, we have to treat them like delicate little flowers. I can't tell you how many women have reached me being like, I am so over this shit and this narrative, like real victims aside, of course, like I'm not here. I'm not a kid. Like this is bullshit. And I, you know, I off and I don't even have an answer when people, the people who don't like me, who take time to read my response will be like, well, a victim will generally stay in touch with like th their right. harasser or, right. or it's like, so can I never have sex? Because we stayed in touch for three years, had sex multiple times, sex the entire time. There was never one ounce or second where they were uncomfortable, had any body language to stop. I never knew there was an issue till I read it in Business Insider. So I, can I never have sex again? Like, I, what are we talking about? Well, that's why they blur the line because to me, it's bizarre. I feel like what they're trying to do is put you in a camp of literally like a Harvey Weinstein who ruined, destroyed people's lives, use his reach, use his power to traumatize people, literally rape people. And that's where it gets so gray because it's like, it's not the same and, thing. And, and it's going to be dangerous if you lump it together like this. 100%. And we said that. And we said he's the biggest scumbag in the world. And he yeah. was approaching these girls, luring them to their hotel rooms, right. and then raping them, literally. Like, it has just nothing to do with it. These, these girls who are pursuing me, asked to come over to me, mm -hmm. can stay in touch with me. It's like, what are we talking about? Did you see what Sean Penn said earlier this week? No. Because it kind of ties into this. Okay, so he talked about how he feels like men are becoming feminized. I talk about this on my show all the time. And one of my listeners said, and it was actually so true. She was like, why are we trying? It's that whole idea of power, right? She's like, basically we're trying to make men, women and women, men to respect each other instead of like respectively being different. And it's so bonkers and it's so true. But Sean Penn basically said, I thought it tied into this. Cause he's like, I know women who aren't, they're strong ass bitches for lack of a better word, and they're not threatened by my masculinity. We can be respective, you know, forces. And yet again, Dave, you have BuzzFeed over here crying a river, giving Justin Timberlake a run for his money because they're like, oh, toxic masculinity, Sean Penn. We didn't ask you. And you get labeled that all the time. But isn't there truth to what he's getting at? Yeah, 100%. And I do get labeled that all the time. And then you go look at, like, my life and what I've gone through and – like, first of all, in the workplace, Erica and I have, like, probably the best male, female, like, big sports executive relationship in the world. We, like, respect each other so much. We almost never disagree because we defer to each other. I was married for five years, dated five years before that. She, like, she's still my best friend. My parents I still get along with. My girlfriend, like, nobody has ever actually spoken that you can be both like you can be respectful and a man you can be both it's totally fair and what has where barstool has gotten in trouble is we just say out loud what we think we don't we don't pretend it's not being said like people pretend a lot of the people the critics they'll be like nope 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 and then i guarantee you behind closed doors they're making the same jokes they're doing trying to be finding the same thing every other human makes but they're cowards. They won't do it in public. I'm going to kind of circle back to before when I asked how we get men in, into this dialogue. Because, I mean, look at again, like Sean Penn villainized, you villainized. What has to happen, do you think? 
I like what happened with the Me Too and like the Harvey Weinstein, all that stuff is, is definitely almost like a lot of other movements, totally necessary, had to happen. People had to go to jail. People had to be exposed. You can't take advantage of people like that. But then I think like a lot of movements, it, it moves past what the original maybe goal of the movement was. Right, um, well, right, right, right. So I like, it's weird because I'm gonna say, like I've always respected women and I think a lot of guys do. So like, do we wanna be torn down? These people who don't like me, I don't even, as weirdly as it sounds, I don't even see it as a male female issue for me. They, they want to get me for anything. Like they've tried to get me. So whatever they do, whether they think it's racist, sexist, I've been called anti-Semitic a million times. I'm Jewish. It's like, it doesn't matter. They're I've coming been called anti-Semitic. I'm Jewish. Dead. I right. mean, I have. They're, it's crazy. Right. Right. So I mean, think- to, to get what type of men, it's like, we're in. Like, that's what I've always uh-huh. said. Like, it doesn't matter how much like a Julia Black or Business Insider comes after me, that's not going to make me like sour on women or be like, oh, women. Like, no, I, I think they're, I think they're the outliers. I think they are the crazy people. And it's like, but that doesn't change how I view my relationships. I don't know. Like get them in the discussion how. Well, that's the thing. And I think it also takes, you know, again, it's like, for whatever reason, this isn't the socially acceptable thing to do, but you saying, here are my DMs, here's the receipts. Here's this, because again, it's like you're painted as a villain. And I guess that's what I'm getting at in terms of getting men in the fold. It's like, has it come to that when it term, it come, you know, in terms of defending yourself and being like, okay, let me in on this combo instead of, you know. So yeah, I, I mean, I'm planning on suing Business Insider. Oh, and you're which, suing them. I forgot. Yes, yes. Yeah, and that's like a highly unusual move by somebody in my shoes because it's going to open up every relationship I've ever had. And we've already seen some of the DMs. So yeah, there's some weird stuff out there. But it's the fact that a lot of people in my shoes won't do that because they don't want to be in courtroom. They don't want the hassle, the embarrassment. But it's the only way they'll stop. If not, people like Business Insider have an open invitation to go duck hunting on people like myself. And when you say the conversation, there, ha- there has to be a definitive line. What they are writing about me is not assault. It's, it's not a crime. It's nothing. It's consensual sex. Now, do I maybe believe as naive on their age in that maybe they thought they were getting more of the relationship? Maybe, maybe that's it. I don't really know. So I'll process that. But there is certainly a difference between actual assault, actual victims coming forward. And what I'm dealing with is two totally different things. And the more that line is separated, I think the better for everybody. Yeah. I mean, it's also worth noting how they will again with like the cherry picking so i this isn't a question i kind of just want you to respond to this because it relates to you i had the girls gone wild founder joe francis on my show last week kind of like you you would think he would be number one he even says this he's like you would think i'd be number one in line right for this that allegation he's like you know not one person not one person has me to me so it's like what does that say it's sort of interesting because again he's painted as such a villain too so yeah i mean i don't know his background this didn't surprise me i i am so polarizing and again like what you said we used to do these blackout tours and so we'd have hundreds thousands we did three shows a, a week um 
in some venues, 5,000 people concerts with scantily clad girls with me in position of power since it was my concert. There was never one complaint, not one over the course of like four or five years. It, it, this is all new and this is all caught up in what I think is a, a really weird social media left, right yeah. world. Um, I don't know. Do you think that before we wrap, I know that you're, you know, in a relationship, but something he brought up, and it, I don't know how much truth there was to it, but he was saying like in Hollywood now, he's like, now it's having the opposite effect because no one's going to hire a woman because they say one thing and it's too much of a liability. And I'm just like, oh shit, like that is horrible. But I think, again, I don't know how true it is, but I think at the core of it, it is something right of like men kind of being like, I don't even want to look at you the wrong way because it's gone so far. I don't want to touch you the wrong way wrong way i don't want to compliment you this that do you feel like that like weird tension yeah i mean it can it it definitely can i mean we had an example but i mean it's the individual i think it could happen probably i don't know if it's male female but overall i know i can't operate parcel the same way i could when it was like a small group like we had um we had a girl we tried to hire back probably like four years ago and she had to sign the contract which was written by female entertainment lawyers and it basically said you can't sue us for us making jokes and she took that because we make crude jokes at Barcelona. that's like what we've done right. for 20 years not male female right. but if you take something that's said as a joke and you take it out of context it looks really bad it's the same contract males and females literally erica had her lawyers who are females write it she's like i can't sign it because somebody may see that i actually signed this and ask and leak it and then she leaked it herself and tried to make us look like savages when mm -hmm. it was like a very standard thing and i actually by the way before she went public i told her i'd take it out i'm like if you're that uncomfortable i trust you i'll just take it out of the contract she didn't say that part of the story so i think it, but i don't know that that's male female I think that's everybody. I'm on watch for like sensitive guys, sensitive girls, woke this, woke that. Um, it's just a different world. No, I know. But with that said, this is my last question. You are known. I mean, Barstool is about from the beginning, like going against the grain, pulling no punches, like what you see is what you get. However, and be honest, Dave, like you got like, you look all spiffy today, by the way, you got the hair slicked back, like you got it all, all nice going on. Has this climate made you reel it back? Are there topics that you're like, you know what? Oh, I know I don't give a shit, but it's not worth it to me. 100%. And what are they? What are some things you're like, it's just not worth it? Almost all of them. Like I stay away from wow. like anything that's overly sensitive. I try to stay away from and I try to tell our our guys to stay, our writers, guys and girls to stay away. Like don't put the ball on a tee for people. It's not worth it. Like we're running a business, but yes. Um, I mean, any sensitive hot topic we have to be really careful for. Uh, it be, it's not just me. So it's not, I'm running a company now that is public basically mm -hmm. and has a lot of ramifications. So uh, that that's the easiest question of all time. I, I will want like, you know, I had, to, I, if you call, we used to say so many different things. I call a girl, you know, fat, but I call a guy fat or like we, I, I just talk like you, you talk to your friends. I don't do that anymore. I never would do that anymore. 
But here's the thing, and I'm just going to interject with my opinion. I feel like, do you miss it? Do you wish you could? Because here's why. I think people are craving it and they just want it so bad. They're so sick of everything being so, everyone pussyfooting around, everyone, you know, glazing everything over. I mean, is there a part of you that's like. Yeah, I mean, my personality, you know, where it misses the most is the workplace. Like, Mm -hmm. I used to be such a savage and like, I I just didn't care. I scream i'd f-bomb our employees like you motherfucker like you don't work you, now you can get like sued for that shit do i <laughs> miss his eyes He's like sued. do i miss it i mean i move I, do i miss it a little bit but i also like i don't enjoy what i'm going through right now with business insider mm-hmm. so anytime i do anything anything the people who don't what's crazy the people who don't like me hang on everything i say it's like, I don't even know how they found out I said that. I thought I was alone in like my house. Like they, am I bugged? So if I say anything, it becomes a major story. People attacking me. Like, yes, I'm a combative prickly person, but I don't like that. Like, I wish I wasn't dealing with this business insider. So do I miss saying it? Yeah, but I know it starts a war. If I say anything, it's World War Three. That's just how it is. Mm. Well, I hope for the sake of Barstool fans like myself, that you guys get a little more, I know it sucks. I am, I can only imagine how much it sucks, but I think we need a little more savagery. I think we need- Yeah, I hear you. But people have never understood this about me totally. Like I started Barstool as a business to like make money and enjoy my life. We've made more than I ever dreamed, but those decisions, factor into everything from press to stock price to advertising deals so as much as i'd like to do with what you're saying and i am definitely the lightning rod and we by the way barstool is people left right whatever and but i a lot of people think of me as barstool it affects so much more than just me that maybe when i'm done when my barstool days are done i've always said that the luckiest people in the world are my enemies that i have the job I have because if I was just loose it's a whole different game but I'm I'm working in a in an environment I sort of have to watch what I say I'm not saying this to kiss your butt but is there a barstool without Dave Portnoy in the future I think there is you know people always ask that because but you got to look at what like part of my take is the biggest sports podcast in the world we developed I told you the two biggest stars caller daddy um and and we had obviously jenna marbles we have the biggest golf podcast uh chicks in the office is really good brianna is becoming a star spit chicklets is the biggest hockey so we just hit people from so many different angles my crowd may think of it as me but we're pretty diverse people don't don't always get like where we even are right right well listen my friends although we have not resolved the smoke show of the day business I brought up earlier. It's fine. Well, I probably wasn't doing it, so you can't pin that on me. <laughs> yeah, he's like, sorry, bitch, you'll lose that one. Um, what, how, lastly for you, how do you think that this lawsuit's going to go? I feel like you should straight up pull a Taylor Swift and sue their ass for like a dollar. I mean, like just well, to I, prove a point. I think that's what it is. I, I, I hopefully I get as much. I'm a hard person to defame in the sense of like, what are my damages? Like my crowd maybe believes me. I think the people don't, I'm not sure how that goes. I just need to see them in court. Like these people will not answer questions. So I want Mm -hmm. a direct question to Julian Black. Like for the first article, 
You told a girl's story. There is a police report that directly contradicts everything she said. You didn't put it in the article. Like, how can you do that? That I just want simple answers. This girl said that um, she had sex with an athlete, but it wasn't nearly as scary, aggressive as with you. She has a DM to Dave that says the athlete was more scary, aggressive than you. Mm -hmm. Like, how can you do that? You have a girl who said she stopped talking to you after two months, but three years later, she DM Dave, I miss your dick. Like, how can, like, how do you answer these very basic questions? I need to hear that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. No, I agree. The fact that they didn't sit down with you the many times is absurd. Again, it's like, it tells you all you need to know. It's like, because there's no answer. Like how, how do you answer those questions? How do you, there, there yeah. is none. It's like, it's right now it's sunny outside and you said it's raining. That's essentially what it is. So like, it is how do you resolve those two issues? Giving journalism and women a bad name. Wow. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. I give you props for giving it your all. And I always say on the show, it's like, you know, you can't be canceled if you just stick, stick to your guns and say what you have to say. It's like, and not caving and not caving to the mob. I've often said the reason I usually come out, come out on top on these dust ups is because I don't have much shame. So I'm willing to air everything out and I'm telling the truth. Like the truth is on my side. So when you have the truth on your side, you can generally come out and talk. Done. I was going to say the floor is yours. If there's anything you'd like no, to it. say, it's, but it's like, I know most of the people probably, and what's frustrating is you're, you're one of the few who's reached out. I'd love for somebody who does not like me. That's who I want to talk to. Like I want somebody who, who is going to try to argue the other side because from my seat, there is no arguing. Like it, it's so black and white, but that's probably why they won't sit down with me. You know, what would be interesting. Actually, I thought this, and then I will really let you go is I thought about it with Playboy because you had a few people speaking up against Hugh Hefner. And again, it's also great. It's also convoluted. It's not so black and white, but I don't know if you saw this, Dave. It's interesting because they had like dozens of um, playmates and former colleagues and girlfriends like pen this whole letter um, defending him. And it made me think of you and your situation. So it would be interesting to see if any, you know, women publicly, you know, do. Yeah. And it's like, like weird because I wanted to, and they all have offered. And it's like, I don't want to put my girlfriend through having to hear another relationship from my past. So it's like, <laughs> but if it got to that, maybe, I mean, it's crazy. It's like somebody I saw, Oh, from Daily Beast. He's like, Dave threatened the girls with letters, like, and one of them dropped. It's like, dude, we sent letters to the girls to say, you can't delete Dave's communications with you because we're going to use them in court. That's not a threat. That's saying save the evidence. The exact opposite of what somebody who was guilty would do. We're saying, don't you delete anything. Right. It's crazy. But it's not surprising because nothing makes sense and everything is so ass backwards in this, in this world. So... I'm not surprised, but best of luck, Dave. Keep us posted. And until we'll do. I appreciate in, it. Thank until you. Until next time. Absolutely. Thanks for sharing a sharing a little more of your story with us. All right. I'll talk to you later. All bye. right. Bye, Dave.